You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey, Nonplus listeners. This week's sponsor is the OG nerd subscription box, Loot Crate. We love Loot Crate. We've got art, collectibles, and t-shirts from our own subscription adorning our shelves at this very moment. Why did you put t-shirts on a shelf? Well, I, I didn't. It's just, it's for the ad. We've got Loot Crate stuff, you know, decor. It would be weird to have t-shirts we, on a shelf. Yes, it would, but you could put it in a frame or if it's signed, you might shadow box it with other stuff. Loot you Crate could- is the monthly subscription service that partners with entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture brands to deliver themed crates right to your little geeky hands. Choose from a ton of different crates from specific franchises like Marvel or general themes like anime, gaming, sci-fi, and more. Best part, they offer local shipping in a ton of different countries, so geeks around the world rejoice. To get 15% off your first Loot Crate order, you've got to use our very special link in the episode description. And when you're ready to purchase, use code NONPLUSSED and snag that discount. Use it for a gift, use it for a subscription, just don't use it late for dinner. What? Click the link in the episode description and use the code NONPLUSSED at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. I'll geek to that. And one for Mahler. She says backdoor like 12 times, which is... A lot for a movie that doesn't include butt sex. <laughs> yes, exactly. Backdoor sluts nine. That like doesn't happen. Bukake bought mitts for 13. Baker's dozen. <laughs> Baker's dozen. Oh, shit. To another episode of Non Plus, a gay romp through the Disney Plus vault. That over there is my ghoulish husband, Clancy. And over there is my spooky husband, Josh. And we are Non Plus, a mischief media podcast. Oh, <laughs> happy Halloween, everyone. If you're hearing this when it drops, it's the day before Halloween. If you're hearing this later in the week, it's the week of Halloween. And if you're hearing this in the future, hi, is there still snow there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got snow. Wait, it's our first white Halloween. It's so exciting. Like, I, But that was also like a climate change joke. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Mm. Anywho, um, before we get started, mischiefmerch.com. Uh, you could still get spoopy season stuff if you want it. But also now is the time to start thinking about people you need to get gifts for. And let me tell you, if you're the sort of person who just has a lot of friends who loves books, Mischief Merch is the place to go right now. There's all sorts of fun apparel and housewares and totes got books got books uh i it's the smut for me you know it's it's a lot of <laughs> just head over to mischiefmerch.com click the uh, new arrivals and you'll see it all there it's it's fun fun stuff yeah. if while you're there you get some mcu inspired items or some nonplus items use code nonplus 10 to get 10 percent off your purchase and before we get started some fun disney plus updates yeah. they're trying to do supposedly reportedly a live action gargoyles that's weird. It's Gary Doberman and James Wan. The production company's Atomic Monster. We'll link the Hollywood Reporter article in there. Um, mm. But yeah, it's basically 30 years after the cartoon ended, and they're like, "Well, let's let's try to let's try to continue the story in live action." Yeah, I, I was actually we were just looking at it, uh, and yeah, all of the gargoyles is on there. Which yeah, is, which is pretty cool. Also, Goosebumps is going strong on the platform as well. Yeah, it opened to 4.2 million views uh, across Disney Plus and Hulu. So. Nice. And it, it's it, the viewership seems to be there, so apparently it's executed well. I might actually be interested in watching. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then lastly, Daredevil Born Again has had a creative shakeup in terms of uh, they've added a showrunner. Yeah, so I, we we touched on this a little bit earlier the first time we started hearing about it right after the strike was, um, yeah. the writer's strike was resolved. Basically, Disney has learned its lesson and said, you know what, let's actually go ahead and put a singular creative vision in charge of these shows because that's when it works best. Yeah. Apparently they had already shot a number of episodes, but Daredevil, as you pointed out to me earlier this week, one of the articles mentioned, he didn't even get into his suit until episode four. Yeah. Which is so fucking dumb. It is. Like if you're going to, like we, we know who Daredevil is. He's shown up before in a suit and to uh, try to make it a courtroom. Like it's she Hulk did it right. Yeah. We don't need a dramatic courtroom show. We've got the funny one. Yeah, that's true. And I'm fine with the funny one. Exactly. I don't need to see 
Law and Order Avengers Tower. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need that. For sure. Hopefully this means that, you know, they'll they'll get things on track and stuff like that. But oh, well, the actress straight hasn't hasn't resolved yet. So who knows when anything's going to be coming out anytime soon. I mean, yeah. Things are already getting pushed out. I'm sure I'll drop some links by the time this gets published. All right. Before we get started, our research this week was done on Wikipedia, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Halloween Town Wiki on fandom.com. <laughs> Clancy, what did we watch for this week's episode? Oh, we watched Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Indeed, we did. Beloved Disney Channel original classic that I never watched in their first run because I was a bit too old. Uh, yeah, I never saw them either. And so. even if I had been of the appropriate age, I probably would have turned this off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was, this wasn't very good. Uh, this was released October 12th in 2001. Hey, good for them for releasing something around Halloween time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Disney has, has historically made poor decisions yes. when it comes to releasing that. Uh, runtime was an hour and 21 minutes. The longest 80 minutes of my life. Truly. You know, I didn't feel like it was as long as it was. Uh, all right. So I, 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 I have, I have thoughts. I'll Agree get to later. disagree. Yeah. Directed by Mary Lambert and written by John Cooksey and Allie Matheson. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the cast, we've got Kimberly J. Brown as Marnie Piper. Debbie Reynolds as Agatha Aggie Cromwell. Joey Zimmerman as Dylan Piper. Emily Roski as Sophie Piper. Philip Van Dyke as Luke the Goblin. Daniel Kuntz as Cal, the son of Calabar. Xantha Radley as Astrid, an elf. Peter Wingfield as Alex, a golem. Blue Makuma as Gort. Richard Side as Benny, the skeleton taxi driver. He was voiced by Ray Romano in the first one, but oh. since it was mostly a human in this one. That makes sense. They were yeah. going to paint Ray Romano gray. <laughs> he's, he's doing his own thing on a sitcom. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, and finally, Jessica Lucas is Cindy, Marnie's friend. Yes. All right. As we said, hadn't seen this before. Not mm -hmm. really part of the cultural zeitgeist that this came out of. No. And, and I remember us doing the first one and not liking it. And so my expectations were low. Yeah. Uh, and I would say they, they were met. Yeah. <laughs> for, for me, at least. All right. Let's get into it. Do let's. Two years ago. Before I even knew I was a witch, that was the last time I was in Halloween Town. My mom, Gwen, my grandma, Aggie, my sister, Sophie, and my brother, Dylan, and I all had to join together and use the power of the Cromwell Witch family to defeat Calabar, an evil warlock who's had a thing for my mother since they were teenagers. Marnie has just spent two years with her grandmother, Aggie. While hosting a mortal neighborhood Halloween party at their house, Marnie tries to win over a cute new boy, Cal, by showing him Aggie's magically hidden room with a spellbook in it. Soon, Aggie notices unwelcome magical symptoms. She and Marnie travel to Halloween Town to investigate and to fix the problem before the portal between Halloween Town and the mortal world, open only on Halloween, closes at midnight. They discover that the whole town has been turned into a black and white world and that the inhabitants have been turned into dreary, discolored, monotonous humans. The victims include Marnie's goblin friend, Luke, and Aggie diagnoses this as the gray spell. Oh my God. We get right into it. M Marnie's like, hey, in case you missed it, last time on. Yeah, last time on Halloween Town, we got a, a, a recap that was... um. Sort of, I, I don't, I don't want to say patronizing, but like it was not, I guess it's made for TV. So it's I guess not they aimed at us. Yeah. But it was, it was just so meh. Yep. It was like, okay. And we got this, the pumpkin has moved. It's like, I wonder how Halloween town has changed. Well, all of the architecture is different because it's a different filming location. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything is different. And of course the excuse for that is, is that one hour of human time is 100 years of creature time. That's also the excuse for why they can stretch out basically 40 minutes into 80. Yeah. Cause this is all supposed to take place over four hours. Uh, and so, you know, yeah. I, um, I'm not really sure wh what the time math is. Uh, if one year is a hundred years in Halloween town <laughs> and I don't feel like I want to actually do the math to figure it out, but it, it is kind of stupid and dubious some of the rules that they have that yes. then just immediately don't matter especially because we don't get any explanation as to why this dude's face can just pop up in into and through and within inanimate objects 
Like, yeah, he, he just another face in the wall. Like he's just creeping over her shoulder as she's on her uh, creature feature chat room. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Well, also, it's just kind of icky, like popping up in a teen girl's bedroom. Yeah. Like, I understand that he's a teen himself or, or supposed to be in this, but like. It's still. I didn't know. Creepsville. It was creepy. Creepsville. <laughs> and uh, not in a good way. For no, it. not at all. This house is chock full of uh, non-licensed generic costumes. Oh, yeah. There's like six or seven witches and a couple of wizards. Um, you would think for there's something like that was a made- cowboy, a fish. Like it's. <laughs> You'd think something that's made for Disney Channel would be able to use Disney IP. It makes me wonder if like at the time Eisner or whoever was in charge was like, no, not unless you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, that's probably exactly what happened was yep. they were like, mm, they can't really do anything. We with don't that. have the budget for that. We're paying Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even have an effects budget. Have you seen this movie? <laughs> um, We get Aggie up in her room. I thought she was like watching witch TV in her crystal ball, mm. but it turns out it's just she's spying on her neighbors. Yeah. Hey, Gord, are you home? What do you want? Hi, Gord. I'm asking everyone for a small donation for the Halloween Town School. Forget it, Astrid. I don't give to charity. Astrid, you are forever the optimist. And so I guess that's why Marnie thinks that she's missing Halloween Town, or that's what we're supposed to get out of this. Yeah. When Marnie attempts to comfort her, like, remember your old friend, the cab driver, who was a skeleton? That old pal of yours. I mean, I guess he might be the only real recognizable Halloween Town character that we would have remembered from the previous movie. Why don't you go back to Halloween Town tonight while the portal's open? I know you miss Astrid and Benny and all your friends there. I they guess. gave us a few in the open. We, we just three minutes ago got a previously uh, on. Absolutely. No, you're right. That's never mind. <laughs> yeah. Marnie's but, outfit is horrible. She looks it, like she got is. it from a costume store. She's supposed to be the real witch. No. Yeah, and she's got some iron on appliques <laughs> so with a cardboard stiff witch's hat. Come the fuck on. Oh, it's not great. It's not great at all. <sighs> no. And of course, the hot kid is trouble. Yeah, of course. And like, you know, he, he comes in and like shrinks down that book uh, and then, you know, whatever. Like, it, again, you're. You've seen this dude once, and then suddenly you bring him into the inner sanctum. Right. Like, it's. Mm. Why would you do that? Why would you. Also, why uh, is that your idea of a good time? Hey, let's go check out my grandma's room. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That was what? uncomfortable to what? begin with. You know what else is uncomfortable? We see the making of an incel downstairs <laughs> when Dylan gets turned down by Cindy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so has anyone asked you to go with them to the costume party at the high school? Why? Did you want to ask me? Well, that depends on whether or not that would be ridiculous. Dylan, you're not even wearing a costume. Oh. Well, I'm not really into the whole Halloween thing. But that's the whole point of the party. Most disgusting costume wins a prize after the unmasking at midnight. Might that prize be a kiss? No, <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, but he was also fucking, Dylan was fucking weird. He was like, mm, I don't like Halloween. I'm not going to dress up, but yet you're participating in a Halloween party and you're going to go to the Halloween dance. You know what? I think it's because he wanted to dress up as a princess and he knew that he couldn't. I'm, yeah. I'm getting big closeted nerd vibes here. Probably uncomfortably so because this kid reminds me of me around this age. Oof. I think I even had those glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will say the mom, Gwen. Yeah, who we didn't mention in the cast because for whatever reason, Wikipedia doesn't have her <laughs> mentioned, but she's, she's, it's Judith Hogue. It's the, I think the same woman who played Gwen uh, Cromwell in the first one. Yeah, she, she, yeah, I think, I think that's absolutely Yes, because right. she also played April O'Neil in the original Ninja Turtles movie. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I freaked out about that the last time we talked about this too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I just, saying. I just loved that her basement flooded the moment that she saw the frog dad. With the English accent, and nobody's like, why do you have an accent, but your son doesn't? Right. Also, y'all don't look alike at all. What is happening? Yeah, there's just, there's so many questions and so many red flags that are just immediately ignored. Um, but, you know, hey, is I guess, I guess they have to set it up some way, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, um, She's doing this big, long incantation to summon the, the bus or the portal or whatever. Yeah. And... 
she sounded like she was doing a cold read the first time. <laughs> and someone said, whatever you imagine a spell sounds like. Yep. Because she was just like thrown into, I feel like she was given no direction at all. And then Aggie says, you, basically, once more with feeling. Didn't, didn't I say it right? Try it again with more feeling. Gestum ex alius mundus, nos te apello ut aduco damus. Yeah. And she's screeching this down the road on Halloween. What is happening? It's so it's so ridiculous. This is so conspicuous. It really, really is. Because again, it's like they're not hiding that they're witches, but yet it's a big secret. Like, right. but like they're clearly doing magic in front of everyone with the weird twiddly finger spell cast, dual spell casting situation. Yeah. That made me uncomfortable. You know, it's made me uncomfortable. This portal has a digital clock. Yeah. What the fuck? How do you set that thing? Yeah. <laughs> Is the button on the side? Is it on the bottom? It's like a VCR. It's like it's a, it's a hole. And does it, does it reset to zero, zero, zero every time you open it? It's like, ah, oh God, we got to somebody unplug the portal again. Oh my God. <laughs> But it also is just, it is weirdly digital. And there's, there's this weird subtext throughout this entire movie of like trying to. Science is magic and magic is science. Yeah. Trying to blend technology in with it. And it's just, it's poorly done. It's the example of ham fisted. Yeah. (laughs) It really, really, really is. Oh, I did love how the grandma's bag malfunction. Um, where she's like trying to show these kids a yeah. trick, and then it's just like my bag is shit. It's just work for my bag's centuries. never empty. I'm never able to pull anything out of my dusty old bag. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh, and I also the fact that like so the the dad right the of Cal um is asking Gwen a to to a high school dance. Yeah. They just met. They're going to go to this dance. They're going to go to a high tonight. school dance. Now, now, it's a high school dance. They're not asked to be chaperones. They're just going to show up. Because you know what's tolerated? Adults who just show up to high school dances. Ooh, it's it's creepy. I mean, it was a different time. It was 2001. Yeah, I get, it's it's still <laughs> creepy. It's still fucking creepy. Well, we get into Halloween Town with the gray spell oh, and everything's fair. black yeah. and white. And regular Luke is way cuter than Gerblin Luke. Oh, yeah. And as it's like. Within seconds, it's, oh my gosh, what's going on here? And then Aggie suddenly knows exactly what's going on here. Yeah. But who would cast a spell like this? I don't know. But someone is destroying my home. Okay, let's not get upset. Uh, Undoing spells isn't that hard, right? You just just say them backwards. But she doesn't know how to immediately reverse it. No, and that's the other stupid thing about it is there's there's all this exposition and explanation that just comes out of like literally n- nowhere. It's just suddenly right. Oh, by the way, we didn't cover how spells are undone, so uh, you just say it backwards. That's it. Just just put that down. Yeah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Who's and- gonna question it? <laughs> exactly. And again, it's just like it feels like they're writing the lore for this as they were writing this. Like they didn't figure they're it all literally- out to begin with. They were just like, as they were going, hmm, I wonder how we can get them out of this bind. Hmm, time travel? They are know. laying uh, the track as the magical train is bellowing down it. Yeah, and and they are, uh, a crash happened. Yes. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah, let's move on. Aggie contacts her grandson Dylan back home for a spell from her spell book. Dylan and Sophie discover the book is missing. Marnie and Aggie learn that Cal is actually a warlock and the son of their enemy Calabar from the previous film. They learn that Cal stole Aggie's spellbook to limit her ability to hinder his attempt to complete his father's revenge on both Halloween Town and the mortal world. Aggie searches for a spare copy of her spellbook at her house in Halloween Town, but it is missing and she despairs. During a conversation with Aggie, Marnie inadvertently reverts Luke back to his goblin form. Unable to explain the spell's reversal, the group soon believes that it is temporary. The trio travel to the lair of a well-known junk magnet of the universe, Gort, who acquires lost items from both realms. He had been discolored by the grace spell and sold most of his junk, including Aggie's spare spell book. <laughs> Squee! Marnie threatens to, but to, in order to get Dylan's help, yeah, she threatens to spam his diary all over the net. Yeah. All right, I hear you. What do you want? I want you to go into my room and read me a spell out of my book. 
Grandma, I'm busy. Oh. Oh, just do it, Dylan. Or I'll spam your diary all over the net. You don't know my password. Wanna bet? Iron buns? Uh, okay, I'll do it. Wow, there's a lot wrong with that sentence. Even really in 2001, is. there was a lot wrong with that sentence. I mean, it, again, it's A, it's like doxing your own brother, which is awful. And then, you know, the, the other side, it, 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 again, this just subtext of uh, she's really good with technology, but yet doesn't use it at all. Like, we, the only time we see her use it is Goblin Chat at the beginning. That's yep. it. Like, and... Uh, it vaguely reminds me of the, what was it, the Technomancer? The the data witch or whatever from like season oh, one or yeah. two of Buffy that Giles fell in love with oh, and then she got right. possessed by a demon or something. I don't know. I'm scratching the back of my cranium for that oh, one. Oh my god! Also, his password is Iron Buns. Iron. This buns. kid is a homosexual. Yes, and his sister knows it. And uh, you know what? And I think that she's being supportive of him. It, at of no point is is she trying to push off? You know, uh, uh, you know, some, you know, girl to him or whatever. He he's he. She is no, but but mom knows the whole list of single girls that are at school. Oh my god! That Dylan could be dating. You guys go. I'll babysit Sophie. Uh, Dylan, no, you've been looking forward to this for weeks. Let's face it, mom. I'm just not that into Halloween. I mean, I was hoping for a little social interaction, but you're the one that's got the date. Did you ask Tiffany? She was busy. Samantha. Boyfriend. Julia. She laughed so hard that milk came out of her nose. I had this conversation with my mom once. What do you Ugh. mean? You, you, why don't you ask Janet to the dance? Why don't you ask Alan to the dance? Why don't you? No. All of my bestie girlfriends who all knew I was homosexual. <laughs> no, mom. No, I, they, not, they already have a date. They're not interested. She's washing her hair. I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so we get into like, you know, they're in Halloween town and we've got the the the, the pumpkin has turned into like this. A brutalist sculpture. A brutalist sculpture. Yes, very much a brutalist sculpture. And then a face just pops the fuck out of just it. Just another face in the wall. Yeah, but it was, and honestly, I, the more that I was looking at it, I was like, that's actually kind of a fun effect. Like, they did a good job of painting his no, face. No, it's not. He looks like Zordon from, from the Power Rangers. Yeah. You are giving too much, and you don't need to be kind to any... No, they're not listening, Clancy. It's fine. You can shit on this. I know. I know. It's just... It, I, I guess for the time, to your point... For a made-for-TV movie, yeah. the fact that that was the, the best one. To, and honestly, I will say this. Where the that was went. the best effect in the movie. Between that Everything and else. Debbie Reynolds' paycheck. And this is where we realize that it's actually a don't let a boy slip into your magical hidden witch room or you'll ruin everyone's lives kind of story. Is that like a pussy allegory? Pussy allegory is my stage name. <laughs> he says, you naughty girl at one point. Yeah. I can't tell if we're supposed to believe that he is Calabar or if he's just a smarmy, misogynistic uh, son. Of, like, I, I feel like they couldn't decide until editing that yeah. he wasn't actually Calabar. How? You cast this spell on Halloween Town? Just the way it was written in Aggie's little spell book. <laughs> You naughty girl. I knew it seemed familiar. I think I think you're absolutely right. They were either a going to say he was a reincarnate or something like that, or or whatever. But the fact that it, it, again, it all felt like they were writing this it, that they were coming up with these ideas as they were writing it, and they didn't look back. Yeah, like, they were like well, and speaking of, they pull up, they finally hail Benny, yeah, uh, who's a human now, and he's gray and his cab is not gray. And when they leave downtown, they're suddenly in a world that's full of color, except for the people who are painted gray. And it looks God awful as a result. Yeah, it looks awful. And also the fact that the inside of Agnes's house is gray, but the outside was color. Right. Like pick a side, like figure it out. And then we got everything is gray or nothing is a speed up search of them searching one room. Oh, yeah. One room. Grandma, you already said the spell book is in here. I mean, what else can we do? I haven't seen that other spell book for decades. Perhaps it's lost. Grandma, why are you smiling? That's terrible. No, no, dear, not at all. Because, you see, if it's lost, I know just where it is. It wasn't necessary. They could have just, she could, Agnes could have just said, I misplaced it. A long time ago. Right. And then the and then the light would have went off. Oh right. We talked about Gort not too long ago at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Whatever. 
Uh, it's yeah, again, it's who just, is played by a black man described as the foulest person in Halloween Town. Looks like Gort's been straightening up ever since the craze spell hit. Oh, you'd still better prepare yourself, my dear. Spell or no spell, Gort the Reckless is still the foulest, meanest, smelliest inhabitant of Halloween Town. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little off for me. It is a little off. And I mean, there's more that's off with it later in this movie, but yeah, this coat of Merlin that comes out of nowhere. It's another one of those things that they're telling us rather than showing. It's like, ah, we need to, we need to have a reason. We need to have stakes. We got to have a twist, a coat of Merlin. Sure. But then it's treated as guidelines anyways. Like it doesn't make any sense. They state the rule just to break it. 40 minutes later. Uh, not even that. Like almost five minutes later, yeah. they, they break those rules. But yeah. You're not supposed to break my spell. It's against the code of Merlin. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so fucking what? stupid. What? Also, I did call that there were multiple books while you were watching it. Like, you I was did. Like, she didn't have a copy of this. And you were like, well, she wrote it. And then she had another book. An exact copy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I Do you have anything else? Uh, No, just that Luke's hair is awful. That wig. <laughs> it's man. not great. It is. A crunchy, crusty, thirsty. It's like it's sprayed for Jesus. They stood that wig in front of like a wind machine while (laughs) spraying hairspray on it. They were they were driving 90 down I-5 and just yeah. The The costume designer just said, fuck it, glued it to their bald head, and then (laughs) sped down the 10 with a can of Aquanet. (laughs) Oh my god. But I could not help but think, you know what? I bet Dusty would look good with that hair. I mean, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's 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 do this. The group becomes trapped in Gort's house. Aggie loses her color as well and sorts through missing socks with Gort. Marnie uses time travel to go back to Gort's house before the gray spell happened. When Marnie and Luke arrive, they learn that Gort had sold the spare book to Calabar about 50 years prior. By remembering what things Marnie had been hastily saying back when Luke returned to his normal goblin form, they realize that the gray spell can be reverted by saying trappa, which is apart spelled backwards. Cal, having inspelled Halloween Town into a monochrome caricature of the mortal world, is now at work inspelling the mortal world into a monster movie caricature of Halloween Town. Sophie and Dylan realize that Alex, believed to be Cal's father, is actually a golem intended to distract their mother, Gwen, at a high school Halloween party. Cal puts his spell into effect, turning the party guests into the monsters they are dressed as, resulting in chaos. And again, we get reinforced, you know, as uh, Aggie's turning gray. Yeah. And Marnie's like, oh, no, it's my fault. Yep. Because you let a strange boy dig diddle in your magic pouch. (laughs) It's having it's having an effect on everyone else is experiencing the consequences. You let the you let him in your secret room. You let him in your secret room. Oh God! Also, your brother and sister have access to. I'm never mind. This this allegory it's, is it's not great. Whoop. Um. Okay, maybe this kid isn't like me because I know that frogs are amphibians. Dylan, what the fuck? <laughs> Sophie, mom hasn't gone out with anyone in two years. I'm not going to that party just to tell her that you think her date is a reptile. Frogs are amphibians. I'm not going. Somebody's got to be here to water the plants when they take you all away. The all of the exposition and sudden realizations, yeah, are just so jarring, and so it it really just takes you out of it because it's just like, wow, you guys really couldn't have just shown and not told, right? Like we we you got to trust people. I mean, even kids. There's a degree of like you don't have to explain everything because no. honestly, it takes away all of the pun intended the magic. Why couldn't Dylan have just thrown a sheet over his head and that's how they got creative about the costume? Not, yeah. oops, they also happen to have maybe some vaguely Dia de los Muertos stuff in the house and he's going to throw a poncho over himself with a sombrero and draw a vague John Waters-esque mustache on his upper lip. It's insanely appropriate. It's we- it's <laughs> weird. It's like unnecessarily uh, a caricature. Yeah. What? When even at the at the Halloween party that they end up going to, there was a, 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 a white kid that was just dressed as a Native American. Yeah. It's just like, uh, this is not great. No. Meanwhile, back in Halloween Town, of course, the answer is time travel. Why didn't we think about this before? Saying a spell backwards can't be the only way to undo it. Oh, 
Rules are rules. But rules, rules have exceptions, right? I mean, like, like how hackers get into computer programs. They just look for the back door. Computers have back doors? Well, back doors are ways of getting into a program if there's a problem. I wonder if spells have back doors. How does time travel work in this universe? It doesn't. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they couldn't go back before the book is stolen because no. apparently the time travel only impacts Halloween Town. But they also couldn't time travel back far enough before the book got sold. And time travel then wasn't another answer once they realized they hadn't gone back far enough. So yeah. suddenly we have to time travel forward in this graphic that we borrowed from a PBS show about computers. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. There was also this like thing about, you know, in hacking, there's always a back door. You can, can't you hack a spell? And so you can, you can hack us. So there's going to be a back door. And she says back door like 12 times. Yeah. Again, it's all of this like techno babble and shit that's just thrown in that is completely unnecessary. And I don't know who it's for. Somebody in that room was like, well, we have to explain how magic works in the 21st century. And no one else in the room went, no, we don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the whole point is that Halloween town is stuck in a sort of cottage esque yeah. like, time period. It doesn't, need this extra technology and again the tech there's nothing in this movie that technology solves a problem no for. it's just used its examples and it's fucking weird and i just i i really don't like even uh cal is like yeah the the code of merlin needs an update okay like, like what again is that supposed to be a reference to code again yeah, or like did patching. it something get it's supposed to like because that's yeah. what he was talking about is like it needs to be like rewritten and an up like it's what? And oh I still don't understand how, how the time travel is supposed to answer getting out of the spell. I also don't understand how they can tra time travel, but time in, in the mortal realm is still moving forward. It's not time travel at that point, really, is it? Yeah, I, again, it doesn't make any sense because also they time travel to where they see themselves in the past or in the past. Yeah. And then talk at full voice right next to them and the they, others don't yeah. react like. What what is this? Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any like, sense. At least if you're especially were while we're watching Loki right now, like, ugh, exactly. come on. Yeah, exactly. But at least like you know, in, in a Back to the Future logic, you want to hide from your previous self because you sure. don't want to get you know you don't want to change anything. But like again, there's no rules here. It's all being written as it's happening, and it's just like again, if you're gonna introduce time travel, you gotta. You got to do it. Yeah. You have to set rules so that it makes sense. Yeah. There are no rules here. There's no rules. You know what else doesn't make sense? Sophie uh, flying this broom with her brother on the back. Oh my God. She's never been taught how to fly. This is basically a 12 year old getting behind the wheel of a car yeah. and her 14 year old brother going drive kid. And also the fact that Gwen, the mom is very much, wait, what the fuck? You took right. a broom here. You could have murdered your, your brother. Right? Like this is. It's very, very irresponsible. And they're going out of their way with like chat rooms and shit, but nobody got a cell phone. Yeah. Oh no, they got the skull phones. Remember the headphones? Only one of which is mouth. Oh, like only one of their mouths moves. Oh yes, the other one doesn't. Does not move at all. Yeah, it's like they the prop master made one uh, Muppet or, or sorry puppet that worked. Yeah, and the other one was like, yeah, it's just the model. The shot of them flying as it's all going wacky and they're spinning in circles. Dylan looks like he's on hour 12 of a 13 hour day and they just told him, all right, kid, just hold the fucking hat up and look depressed. I don't know. Cause he's just kind of like, eh, 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 as the image spins around. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. And, and, and even you can, I mean, again, it's again, low budget, but you can tell that like the matte painting on, in one of the shots like moves off to the side. So there's a big yeah. black bar at one point. It's like, come on guys. It's yeah. It, yeah. And then we're back in Halloween town with Gort and he's got a giant pet roach, which oh, yeah. is unnecessary. I thought it would have been funny if they would have done something with it. But the fact that it was just there to scare 
uh, Marnie and then nothing happens. Yeah, this this whole Gort, uh, if something gets lost. It in, goes to his place unless it gets lost at his place. And then it just disappears. And then it's gone forever. Which again is something that just comes out of nowhere. Yep. Doesn't make any fucking sense. And is just, it's just fucking dumb. Which Wait, is, and you, it also doesn't explain, can they just never use the word apart if they're channeling magic or I casually? Get, or ca- Yeah, because I mean, if they say, it seems like such a standard word to say. Yeah. It's just fucking stupid. There's also like this Stephen Hawking reference that she makes. Yeah. About black holes and like, oh, going through a black hole, you can go through like time works differently, whatever. And it, <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. No. Like it, it's, it, the science technology magic is just, it's dubious. It's just stupid. So then we get back to the gym. The kids, Dylan and Sophie, are trying to convince their mother that Alex is a golem. Yeah. And Sophie starts describing a fly. Mm-hmm. And then she conjures one. And the words out of your mouth were, he's going to tongue it. A big fly. Uh, a big black one with feelers and fuzzy legs. Mm. I can even show you what he looked like. Sweetheart, not here. Sophie, you know that you're not allowed to do magic around strangers. Mommy, look. Alex? Are you all right? Oh, that's not normal. And then he did. I said that? You said he's going to tongue it. That's right, yeah. And then... And that's, oh, that's when Gwen's like, oh, oh, fuck a bunch of this. And she turns him. That's when she's okay to use her magic. Yeah. And then suddenly she's like fucking pro wizard. She's just right. remembered all this shit. And if I remember the first movie, she's actively made sure to distance herself from anything that's magic. So right. how would she know how to reverse that specific spell? Dubious. Also dubious. Marnie trying to remember the time travel spell <laughs> yeah. and saying fucking 23 skidoo. Pooh Bear Thanatos 23 Skidoo. Will you just stop saying that one? I can't remember the spell. You have to. This is stupid. You know that is not what you said. Yeah. Come on. It's so fucking goofy. I mean, at least if it were like something that was closer to what she was saying before. I get it. It's comic relief or, you know, it's trying to, it's trying to be funny, but it's not. No, it's, it's really, it's really dumb. It's playing to, you know what else is dumb? hmm. We have to hurry or else we won't time travel fast enough to make it on time. We're never going to make it. Portal closes in just a few minutes and we're only in the 1600s. Hey, I think we should try going to that black hole over there. Yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. What? Again, it, it, the real world time is is separate from the Halloween Town time, except for the Halloween Town time still progresses at the same t- uh, at, at a at a at a constant rate yeah. of one hundred to one. So how is it in Halloween Town? They should have as much time. Honestly, they they could, but they're also time traveling. Right. The idea that you can't time travel fast enough is stupid because you would just show up when you need to. Exactly. Anyway, you ready to slice this pumpkin into pie? Let's, let's get out of here. Dylan and Sophie hide from the monster humans, including their mother. Marnie frees Aggie, but they are too late. The portal on the mortal world closes, trapping them in Halloween town. Marnie refuses to accept they are locked in. She contacts her siblings and they develop a new spell that forces the portal between Halloween town and the mortal world to reopen permanently. Cal angrily confronts Marnie, who mocks him and demands the spellbook. Cal produces slimy living serpent vines of dark magic and uses them to take both the spellbooks in an attempt to prove his own superiority, which fails when Marnie takes them from him. Cal is sent away by the vines and the family breaks his spells in the mortal world and in Halloween Town. Cal will return for his revenge. <laughs> now, I so this spell that he's casting from the rafters. Yeah. It again, there's no consistent logic here because it's not just anyone in a mask that mm-hmm. becomes the creepy thing because Cindy wasn't in a vampire mask. She just had the teeth. This can't be happening. That's weird. My teeth won't come out. I'm really thirsty. Cindy? Uh, 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 Cindy, stop it. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, the, again, the rules here don't make any fucking sense. No. Because if if the mom was, if, if Gwen was wearing the mask even on top of her head, she would technically be wearing it. So why, right. why does it have, it's, uh, it's. And once again, dumb. we get yes, Marnie, because you let your who make your choices for you. Your mother is now a monster. Congratulations. Oh, my God. <laughs> And as the, as she's talking to Sophie back in the human world, nobody's magic is stronger than ours, right? The portal hasn't always been there. It was created by magic, and nobody's magic is stronger than ours, right? I guess so. No. You've got to believe it. Since when? Is yeah. this something we were supposed to remember? It, it doesn't make any sense because, no. like... They're just saying it, so therefore it is the truth in, the, in this uh, reality. And clearly, there are other beings that have just as much magical power as they do. Yeah. Like, it, uh, it's so fucking dumb. Sophie also gives Dylan the best advice that he'll ever get about, you know, uh, getting intimate with a boy for the first time. What am I supposed to do? Stop thinking about it, Dylan. Just feel it. <laughs> so, yeah, just stop thinking about it, buddy. Just, just let it happen. Just, just let it happen. Just, you, you, that that cute little boy in in Odyssey of the Mind or Science Club or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Odyssey you, of the Mind. It's it dates me. <laughs> oh no, it dates me. But you know, just get a good grip on his Erlenmeyer flask and oh yeah, shake it till it bubbles over. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, it's just so awful. It is because now they're saying let's break the rules again. What fucking rules? Right. You just said. You just said th there were rules and there's not rules and the rules need to get updated. And now we're going to break the rules. Where are the rules? Somebody show me the rule book. Where are the rules? Where are the rules? Where are the rules? The logic in all of this is just thrown out the window and none of it makes any fucking sense. No, and again, because that one woman didn't turn into a chicken. No. Despite the face paint and the hood. Mm -hmm. But also the ones that are monstrous are just kind of like bored, hanging out. Yeah. Confused, yeah, tired, they, drunk. They, what is happening? Yeah. They're attacking and then they're not. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. And then the symbiote comes out to help him keep the books. Oh, yeah. It'll look like Venom. <laughs> Don't let your father's hate decide for you now. Go ahead. Take the book. I'd like to watch. Is good stronger than evil? Let's find out. I'm not afraid of you. I may feel sorry for you, and I'd like to help you, but I'm not afraid of you. And it was, it was again, it was one of those things where it was just like, where is this coming from? Why is this? this? We haven't seen this before. You know what else we haven't seen before? Marnie glowing from within like some sort of dollar store Christmas decoration. Yeah. She found her light. And then the, the back and forth of light versus dark versus light versus dark that goes on for a good 45 seconds. Yeah, it was so long. So, it was so uncomfortable. And then when they go to reverse the spell. Oh, God. They literally, they literally played it in reverse. Which is singularly the scariest thing in the entire film. If exactly. You, to the listen to Ernest reverse talking. To me, is one of the most terrifying things because <laughs> you don't know. You know, you should be able to understand it, but you don't. Like, there's a oh, yeah. cognitive thing. There's something deep within me that goes, "I don't like this. I don't like this at all." <laughs> But yeah, Aggie or uh, Debbie Reynolds trying to mouth it because no, it didn't I think match. They I think she read it forwards and they just reversed the footage. It looks like because there's a, a bit at the end when she brings her head up that's clearly reversed. Oh, I didn't real. Okay, so that's why it just, again, that also feels unnatural. Yeah. So it's like, uh, the spell gets reversed and suddenly, mom, you're not a rancid old dog hag anymore. Woo! No, yeah. <laughs> And this movie ends as quickly as it began. Like yeah, it's just with a flapper in Halloween Town. Explain <laughs> that to me. How did she get there? Is she unstuck from time? She's not a creature. No. What is happening? It's so it's so bad. Uh, anyways, and then she didn't say Trappa to free the pumpkin. No, she just willed it. She waved her wand. Aggie waves her wand, and the bricks are gone. Right. Which didn't what make again. It didn't make any sense unless unless I'm led to believe that that was 
what Cal started was he put it on that and then he cast the spells. But again, it doesn't make any sense because it's never explained. It's you know just what else dumb. doesn't make sense? Mm. This end credit music. Holy shit. Under a cloak of black and a pointed witch's hat, I saw a face that made a chill run down my spine. And she looked me in the eyes. She must have hypnotized me. Is a choice. It, it it sounds like they were trying to do an updated Ghostbusters for two thousand one, <laughs> but we have we can't be that specific because it's all creatures. Despite the fact that these weird costumes don't actually look like any specific no. thing, because we don't want to accidentally infer something that might be a universal copyright. My God, because of monsters. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, uh, let's let's uh, talk about budget and stuff like that. We can't because it's a Disney Channel original, so we don't know what it was made for, and it didn't necessarily make anything. Yeah. What about them viewer scores on Rotten Tomatoes? So there were no critic scores that Rotten Tomatoes served up. Okay. This there was a sixty four percent viewer score. Yeah. But no actual reviews. <laughs> So, well, hey, yep. Uh, any awards? Nah. Okay. Uh, it looks like we got some trivia here. Uh, the first one is in the first movie, closed captioning spelled Calabar with a K's name as Calabar with a C. However, the name is spelled Calabar in the title of this movie, even though the ending credits of the and the character's name are as Calabar with a C. So, yeah, it's there are things that doesn't make sense in this, and it felt like they were again, they were just completely unsure of what yeah. they were doing. When Marnie opens the portal to see her brother and sister, they are not looking at the portal. In the next scene, they look directly at the portal when Marnie and Aggie come out. Uh, Time seems to continue while Marnie is in the timeline. Yes, we discussed that. Yeah. Uh, The movie takes place two years after the original Halloween Town, yet it was released three years after this movie. After the first movie. Which, I mean, eh, okay. This trivia was from the the fandom Halloween Town movie, so it's not, you know. So it's not the most robust reporting scraping the barrel here. Yeah. The film is much darker and more serious in tone than its predecessor and its following sequels. Despite the film's success, its sequels have been more comedy driven. I disagree with this. I, this movie was fucking silly. It wasn't, and not even, uh, it wasn't dark. Like none of this felt, there were no stakes. Nothing felt like anybody was like actually in danger. That was Halloween town to Calabar's revenge, electric boogaloo. Oh uh, no, I have it as uh, eclectic spookaloo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I guess that works. Look, I, uh, this we didn't mean for this to be what will probably be our shortest ever episode on a full film. I mean. But there just wasn't, there's no there there. There this, really is This isn't. movie is just for people who are like, I want another story in the Halloween Town world. And honestly, God bless them because those people are uh, satisfied by very simple stories with no logic. Yeah, this was in this movie was insanely shallow and it just it really didn't feel like there was really any effort put forward. In it terms just of made me miss to, Debbie Reynolds. But hey, I'm glad she got uh, got up to something. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I, I know that at least in the first Halloween town, there was a little bit more of a story and there was a little bit more mystery that was going on. Yeah. Um. This one, again, there was no mystery. There was no whatever we were told who was the bad guy in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And, that and then was it's, it. and then it's just a quest to that comes to nothing. Yeah. Literally except them getting there as he's casting a spell to undo it. Like, it's, yeah, it's it, the, the, there's no stakes here. Again, this it, it's just, this was just boring. And I know that like, there are a lot of people that, that liked the Halloween town series and maybe the other movies get better. I don't know. Um, when has that ever been the case? <laughs> Don't start yeah. an argument with fans that we can't finish. No, that's fair. But I mean, I, again, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I it, And it's pretty awful. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I mean, that's pretty much it for me, Clancy. Where can they find us on social media? Yeah, they can find us at uh, nonpluspod on Facebook, Instagram, and X. You can also shoot us an email at submissions at nonpluspod.com to let us know your thoughts on a given thing or to suggest yeah. a film for the future. Like I said, Kicking up the content calendar for next year. So if you've got suggestions, now's the time to get them in. 
enjoy your help. This is our first Halloween as homeowners. We're very excited to participate in trick-or-treating, and we even got some packs of Fireball for the adults that are going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. <laughs> Hopefully our skeleton's snow hat has melted by then. I, I mean, I kind of like or the not. snow hat. It's super cute. It's like a bowler without a brim. It looks weird. <laughs> Anywho, that over there is my ghastly husband, Clancy. And over there is my Ah! husband, Josh. And we are nonplussed. Very much so. Yes. Yeah. uh, You know what? We're probably going to end up doing the other five or however many there are. This is like the air bud of Disney original movies. Yeah, or or there's the spooky buddies. There's the buddy. There's always next year. There's always Always next year. Again, it, I get it. It's 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 comic. All right, Franklin, go lay down. Go lay down. Uh, all right. Let's keep going. Uh, but yeah, this, all of the, <laughs> he just spat his coffee back in and then made, I, a mouthful of grounds. I thought you strained it. I thought I did too. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know, and a wizard is never late. It, it always arrives precisely when he means to. Well, there's no, that's the problem. None of these people are wizards. None of these people are wizards. They don't even, it's just, it's warlock. It's warlock. Why isn't there a wizard? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. You you talk about Merlin. Yeah. Give me a fucking wizard. Exactly. And remember to get 15% off your first loot crate order. Click our very special link in the episode description and use code nonplussed at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. Get your geek in a box. What? Geek in the box, girl. You're going to get us into trouble. I'll geek to that. (laughs)